Artists Worldwide. Welcome to another exciting episode of Global Brothers Podcast. I am the Dandy, with you always. My brother, Big Heath, what's happening, bro? My man, what's up, baby? Uh, boom! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we got a room full of beautiful ladies today, man. I'm super excited. And you know yeah, what? We hey, do, right? we do. Gorgeous, hey, right? Quick, if any guys try to come in the room, don't let them. Right? Don't let them. <laughs> don't let them. Yeah. Don't let them. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a two-player yeah. field today. Yeah, you know, Kai. Well, thank you for showing up and supporting, ladies. Definitely. This has been a long <laughs> time coming, Kai. This has been a long time coming. We talked about this for at least three, I four know. Months. Yeah, I think what I happened was... I was to something. You hadn't had me on for such a long time. I was just like, what is, what is happening? Yeah, I think it was the... I mean, you know, we want, you're here with us in Dubai. We wanted to have you in the... A nice uh, on a nice couch, you know, in a nice setting. <laughs> we usually uh, uh, do our broadcast from Ross Beach Vibes. Some have been from Kiza. Yeah. We've even had um, the Rotana, you know, different locations. So sorry, we have to have you on quarantine on the screen. It's okay. I'm happy to finally be having these conversations on here because I think we have so many chats offline. Uh, so this is the perfect time to capture a little snippet of that right, and uh, right. have it for keepsake. Do you really want to get into it? Do you really want to get into it? Yeah, let's, let's really? do it. Yes. All right. Well, well what, what, whenever, whenever Heath is that excited, that's actually trouble because he goes super deep. So I'm just going to like, you know, okay, keep good. you a little bit, a little bit on surface, Aquaman. Don't, you know, don't go diving too deep tonight. <laughs> you, know, Kai okay. got, right. you know, Kai got a clock going. She got a clock, so. That's true. We got to reel it in. All right, okay. so let me let me yeah, let me get it started. Um, so we're very very proud to have our sister. This is not just any guest. This is our sister Kai on the show. She is an amazing singer and performer. She is an entrepreneur, a businesswoman. Um, she's a motivational author and coach. So like she you know she'll 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 you know she'll get you going, and 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 also so much more. She's evolving. Welcome to the show, Kai. Thank Welcome. you so much for having me, and I love that introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Word. So I have a, I have a first question for you because uh, I met you way back. We're just kind of like both chilling, doing our thing at a networking event. And uh, I think I was looking um, 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 rather yummy that evening and you and a friend came over to me to introduce yourselves. My and, God. Uh, oh my goodness. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, as a, as a, uh, as a gentleman does, you know, I gave, I gave you, uh, you know, I gave you some time and I'm so glad that I did because you turned out to be super interesting and I'm so glad that we stayed friends to this day. Um, so tell me all that being said, moving to Dubai from the UK, <laughs> how has that changed your outlook on life and your goals and kind of like your trajectory? How has it influenced you? Um, wow. That's a great question. I think, Dubai is such a diverse place and coming from London, I already thought I came from a diverse city. So coming out here, I've got friends from all walks of life in the UK and I'm in touch with a lot of them from like university or high school. My community is quite diverse. I live in a, my mum lives in an Asian community. So I've seen it all, but coming to Dubai, <laughs> I actually found that I have met many more people from so many more countries here 
um, than anywhere else in the world. I've, I've visited, you know, the States and Europe for holidays. I've been to the Caribbean. But here, there's such a melting pot of, you know, random, to me, random nationalities. I've met someone from Mozambique. I've met so many Kenyans. I've met so many Ethiopians. Um, back in the UK growing up, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of Nigerian friends, Ghanaians, Somalian friends. Um, and that was kind of pretty much it from Africa. But, you know, and then of course you've got Europeans, etc. But coming here, I've met so many people from different Caribbean islands, so many people from different Asian communities. Uh, so just It's just crazy. So I think this has definitely opened my eyes to a lot more of the world. I've been invited to some great places as well, making friends with people from all over. And I just think Dubai is very fast. Again, coming from London, I thought London was a very fast city, but Dubai is faster. And there's so many people, you know, changing and connecting to go other places, whether it's business or family, people who have lived abroad and then moved here or vice versa. They lived here and then they have to move, you know, to somewhere completely different. Um, so it's really opened up my outlook in terms of, you know, it doesn't just have to be London and here. I can definitely see myself potentially living in another city after here that isn't the UK and isn't the Middle East, but I don't know, maybe somewhere else. Global so. sister, global sister. You're going <laughs> to keep it. Yeah. Nice. You know, it was fascinating uh, to, to watch you get around so quickly and, uh, basically make this place yours, you know, you kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know how you did it. Tell us, like, how did you just get around, meet people so quickly and just make your stamp here? Um, thank you. Do you know what? I think in the beginning, I, I didn't do any of that because I, I literally had a mission to come, sing and go back home. I wasn't here to make friends. I wasn't here to do any of the fancy stuff. I already came here on, on a few holidays previous years. And I knew I wanted to come back and just grind. So for the first year, I pretty much just had my cousin who I moved with, a couple of friends in that circle, music-wise as well. I have another cousin, so two cousins here. And that was it. And I think my second year, the beginning of my second year is when I met Marlon. And I just put myself out there to a networking event thinking I'll just go and see if I can get some more gigs, you know, meet some other contacts. And... That was, I think, February in 2018. So I, I just, I'm myself. So when I go places, some places I would just talk. <laughs> and I can talk a lot. So with the right kind of people, you bounce off them and you stay in touch. And I don't know. I just think if you put yourself out there, you can make friends really easily. So I started to do that a lot more in my second year. And then I got involved in Bike Club. Um, and that's where my whole social circle pretty much blew up because I was out regularly networking and meeting people as part of my business. So, yeah. yeah. Overnight, right? You just started to meet so many people and didn't have to follow well, up. Well, it's crazy because at the time, Bike Club appeared to come out of nowhere. But again, in, in that second year that I started getting out a bit more, I met Marlon and we had kept in touch and one day he was just like, let's go to this pool party. And I was, if I'm not out socializing, I'm literally just a homebody. I love being at home. So because I was here just to gig and that was it, I didn't really have a reason to just be out, out. So when I met Marlon, he's like, you know, we're going to go to this. We're going to do that. And I'm, I'm like, I've been out twice this week already. That's enough. So okay. he pretty Real much quick. was like, I'm coming Hold to up. meet you. Hold up. 
quit giving Marlon credit because it's going to his <laughs> okay. No, honestly, he's, he's honestly, gonna, I, I, he's I gonna say that you got him. Uh, uh, he got you popping out in, in Dubai. I know it's coming. Okay. <laughs> that, that's not exactly what I would say, but when I met him and he told me to come to this pool party, it subsequently ended up being the pool party of my now business partner. Oh. And so okay. getting into, again, I just went to that event thinking nothing of it, spoke to a few people, left, kept myself to myself. Um, but in doing that, it, it kind of made people go, who is that girl? You know, and, and the rest from there is kind of history because I remember having a brief conversation with my business partner at the time. He kind of knew a little bit about me. I kind of knew a little bit about him, but he was doing events, feeding people free food. So I was like, hey, Marlon, where, where is the free, free food? We've got to go check that out. You right. talk to people, you do some networking, you get some free food. Let's go. I need to make some contacts. That was li literally my thought process. So we went to one of the events and it was exactly that. I sat at a table with about four or five strangers. We spoke, mm -hmm. we, we exchanged numbers, we met up a couple of times again and those strangers became friends. So yeah. it kind of stemmed from there, really. It, was it called Bike Club? That was Bike Club, yeah. It was called Bike Club. You know, yeah. um, Bike Club is a great concept. And every time I go, um, I'm always like happy that I'm there and happy to meet new people. It's never really the same crowd. You know, some, you know just some no. familiar faces, but it's never the same crowd. So That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Because very quickly, we went from doing one or two events a week to doing six events a week and for anyone who hasn't been or is not sure what bike club is so bike club is a concept that started from uh, promoting restaurants by uh, attracting people by giving them free food and my business partner at the time was doing this uh, it's called bike club specifically because you get bites of food so it's not like a dinner for free um, but between um, 8 and 11 when the events are held each day um, you would get uh, a menu that's specific and exclusive to that crowd. And you try out different appetizers or different, you know, meals or bites from that menu. So, of course, with most people, when they hear this free food, they want to know how, why, what is it? And it's a talking point, you know. So we attracted a lot of people in a very short space of time coming once or twice a week to now five, six, sometimes even seven days a week. We're doing events in different restaurants. And it really brings a crowd to popular restaurants or even struggling restaurants that need the footfall, need people to know that they're there. And it's, it's word of mouth promotion, you know? So once you come, you taste the food, you like it, you'll tell a friend and hopefully go back. So it's been really popular and it allows people to make friends, to connect, to network. You don't have to come to network, but when you do, you'll see me as the host and my business partner and we're there to make friends and, we've built a massive community on that. So yeah. we're about 5,000 people strong now. And, and how many restaurants you partner with? Uh, now over a hundred. I don't know the exact number, but I know the last count was a, a good 80 and that was a few months ago. So we definitely work with over a hundred different restaurants in Dubai alone. We're going to be targeting Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going um, to mention that a little bit. Uh, later about um branching out but i want to attest to the fact as well that um i used to go to those events before you were involved and uh i would say since you've been involved that the like it's definitely stepped up and having a charismatic uh wow. face of the of the events was like you know like such a like such a step in the right direction in terms of like 
personalization, professionalism, um, a reason why people come back because it's not it's not just the free food anymore. It was that for me. Like, you know, like, to be honest, it was that for me to begin with. But then it was like, no, I want to go see Kai and Mark. So, like, it turned into more so like a catch up with your friends kind of thing, which I think yeah. a lot of appreciate. It's cool. Definitely. Like, I've made so many friends through the bike club community and you don't realize it at first because you're just seeing people once or twice. But when those people start coming once or twice in a week, yeah. and then that becomes two or three times in a month, you really feel like you get to know people. And, and you do, especially like people like Heath I've met and spoken to. And then the second, third time you're like, Hey, how's it going? How's the cat? How's such right. and such? How's the job? <laughs> so right. You get to know so much about people in, in two or three hours at an event. So yeah, it's, it's great. And, part of my job as well I am just being myself but I find it easy to talk to people and I try to sit people that don't know each other together so that you get a diverse conversation instead of just sitting with the people you know or you that you came with so so it's great you know I got a question for you when when you see me walk in the bike club compared to Marlon like does the energy go up who who who, like makes it pop in that night compared to what yeah um you, you're both you different said, energies you said like, when I, I walk in she's like hey and i think <laughs> the music cuts on when i walk in go ahead kai what were you saying i was gonna say you've got different energies so i think when marlon walks in he actually I, I think he knows a lot of people that i know so it's often that he will walk in and people go hey there's marlon before i even get to say hi so he knows people um you i think you're you're a little bit more introvert i think so when you come in i tend to think okay where can i sit you that you'll probably want or get intellectual conversation i think you're more of a listener than a talker if i'm honest so i need to sit you with people that you'll you'll not be bored with why do you want to take an l right there heath i don't know why you asked that question because i was an l i was an l it wasn't i was an l so uh I feel like your hosting really bridges uh, from your personality. Whereas if you consider like, you know, like at at the bike club, like a lot of people are so transient, you know, Dubai is a transient place. Mm. People come and go. And I feel like uh, people being out, like we're saying, people make quick friends at that kind of event with a charismatic host like yourself, kind of really getting information out of them. Do you think, that meeting people in that kind of setting has led on to your uh, motivational work. That's like, you know, something I think a little bit, a little bit newer for you. Yeah. Um, yes and no, I don't, when I'm at bike club and I'm speaking to people, I'm actually just asking everyday questions that I'd probably ask anyone. So, you know, when you ask people questions, what I've actually realized they tell you a lot actually and just allowing this is for any networking setting actually just allowing people to talk about themselves a shows that you're listening but b it just gives them the opportunity to just offload and they give you a lot of information when they do that so saying hey how are you is a very generic question but when you start generally saying you know what is wrong or how was your actual day? Like what happened for you? Like, you know, when you kind of get into a bit more of the integrity, people just talk and they tell you loads of stuff and, and that just builds trust and communication. So for me, the motivational stuff more came in. If I look back on my history of friendships, I'm always that person that wants to bring people together. And that's obviously something that works in bike club. 
yeah. I'm always someone that wants to be the peacemaker again <laughs> that works in bike club um, and I'm very chatty and talkative and I think I can see the best in people or see maybe what they can't see so often I'm I'm just telling someone the truth of my point of view but that ends up being an encouraging word to them and I've got a gift for it so I, I've kind of now moved into using that voice because you know I can sing and I can talk but if I don't use it to uplift people then what's it for you know so yeah you're yeah you're a natural MC pretty much Master thank you singer. yeah I'd agree first, now I, I'd never Mar thought it before but I would definitely agree now yeah Marlon and I were uh right before the show we were talking about um the show on the point Did you oh yep yeah. Yeah, remember I was out there dancing with MKO. You remember that? Yep. Yeah, I was a background dancer or whatever. I don't know. And he didn't have any drinks. He had no drinks and he was out there dancing like he didn't care. Like no one was looking. Yeah, yeah. I think I had maybe a Pepsi or water in my hand. <laughs> we got to talk about the website, uh, blackgirlindubai.com. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I, yes. Okay, okay. I want to I wanna, I wanna preclude that a little bit and set it up because I was there in the beginning stage. I'm so proud of Black Girl and Dubai <laughs> and what we created. We Dubai, what we did together again. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yo, we did it again. Like, I feel like we're like a yeah. great team. You know what I mean? But I never, I never, I never benefited. All right. Oh, goodness. I'm not bitter. Go ahead, I'm, not bitter. I'm not bitter. Anyway, Black Girl in Dubai. Um, I was so happy to be there during the early stage. And just like being a sounding board for you was awesome. Like, I love, I love seeing my friends like really like, Soar, you yeah. know, like start start from somewhere, have an idea, use you as a sounding board because I do feel like I'm a good listener, even though right now I'm talking a lot. Um, and and then and then boom, they just take off, and then you just like sit back and look at it. And you're like, yeah, that's 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 what she meant. Look at it now. Mm -hmm. So tell us a bit yeah. more about Black Girl in Dubai, the website, and like what it does for people. So Black Girl in Dubai is uh, the number one directory and hub for black businesses here in the UAE. Um, it started mainly off my passion for wanting to, again, bring people together. I came to Dubai in 2017 and I found it tricky to find the things I needed. So hair supplies, um, beauty stuff, just knowing where to go to get your everyday things. And I don't really do a lot of shopping here in terms of fashion, um, but I just found it really, really difficult, even though I came across other black people, whether they were from Africa or the States or the UK, I found people either didn't know where to get things from or they got things when they went back home. So, um, you know, when I started getting into bike club and just generally speaking to different people, I came across black businesses. And the more that I asked people, I'd either get people never knowing that there were any black businesses existing or a few people knowing and they were quote unquote all the way in Dira. So the more that I found and realizing, wow, there's actually, you know, this in Basha or there's this down here or whatever, I, I couldn't, of course, hold it all in my head and expect people to know. So I just wanted to share. That's one of my things. And the website seemed like the easiest place to be able to share it and let other people use it because there's no point in it just being in my head. Um, and as much as I would tell people and share and be like, oh, Marlon, you know, Heath, blah, blah, blah. Telling my circle is great, but that's still you know, doesn't go very far. So I thought if I have a website that people can go and check on, not everyone's going to want a hair salon, not everyone's going to want a barbershop, not everyone's going to want fashion, but 
it would be one place that you could go to as a one-stop shop and it just has everything on there. So um, I do want to build it up more. I've got lots of ideas for bringing the community together and something like what's going on now is fantastic because it's doing that, you know, organically. But at the same time, I've always felt like I just want to bring the community together. I think there's so many of us here and we're all looking for the same thing. So that kind of spurred the idea of Black Girl in Dubai. And um, who is that black girl? Like, do you want it to feel like just like I'm every woman? Like, I'm not going to sing it, but you know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, like you girl, you girl, you girl. Exactly that. Um, people actually think the logo is me and it's, it's not me. I just wanted a black girl <laughs> for the logo. And again, often looking for th things that I wanted online, I just thought everything looked like an Afro where everything just looked a certain type of way. And obviously black people from all over the world come in many different shapes and sizes. And I just didn't want it to be the same picture, the same narrative all the time. So anyway, that logo ended up being what it is, but it, it's not me specifically. It's just a representation of, you know, the community. And I want black girl in Dubai to, to be relatable to any black girl. It's not just for the Westerners. Um, I've met some beautiful people from different parts of Africa and, I just see that there's a lot of common threads in all of us, you know? So yeah, I want it to relate to all the black girls. And for, and for, for our, our listeners and viewers from, uh, you know, globally, um, would you say that there, that there's a burgeoning community of, um, of like Western black people, particularly, uh, you know, growing in Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think because I, I have the the luxury of being at places like Bike Club, I can see a wide array of that. But I think if you're not out often, for example, there are some communities that just stick together. And I, I know that, for example, cabin crew will always be cabin crew. They're traveling all the time. Teachers tend to stick with teachers. And I think even in, in, in you know, nationalities, the Brits know the Brits, the Trinis know the Trinis, the, the Kenyans know the Kenyans. So bike club has a beautiful mix of that and i i have friends from all over so i do get to see that but i think sometimes people aren't mixing with other communities and and getting to know about each other's cultures and stuff so um i definitely think it's growing and it is coming together but we just need more of that love that love that more wow. more 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 <laughs> so let's get to that uh book oh here it is here we go. So, uh, Heath, uh, I don't know if you've read it yet, but I was uh, I was so happy to receive my copy. I remember that we were we were at that at that um, impromptu library with McPherson as well. She was you know she was there in tow, and uh, Kai has you know Kai had written like you know she was super excited and bubbly to show me like she had written this uh, workbook called "I Am What I Say I Am," and uh, yeah, I, I I received my copy and I've been scribbling in it um, and trying to trying to stay on task, but pretty much like an affirmations book. Um, you tell us a bit more about that, Kai. Thank you. Um, so I Am What I Say I Am is a really simple guide and a workbook to helping you discover the best version of yourself. For many years, I've been doing journaling in my morning routine, um, but equally at the end of each year, I would do, I wouldn't say New Year's resolutions, but I would uh, write down my goals and reflect on what I had written the previous year. And uh, I've had a couple of friends give me some feedback and, and I've built on that over the years. But equally, a few friends have said, look, you know, why do you write things just 
at the beginning or the end of the year? Why don't you review things more regularly than that? Um, and that really stuck with me, you know, sharing some of their routines and, and how it is that they've really improved themselves on a daily or weekly basis um, helped me to put together the tools in that book. So um, it is self-reflective and it's something where you can be open and honest and really just look at yourself without judgment and then look at your strengths specifically and how you can build on that because often myself included we've been guilty of talking about what it is that we want to do but not knowing exactly how to get there and feeling stuck mm -hmm. so the book encourages you to put down some things get it out of your head and then have a, a mini action plan as to how you can improve that and um it it finishes also with some affirmations to have a positive dialogue with yourself because often we're having negative conversations going on in our minds, often on autopilot. And okay. yeah, it's, it's quite detrimental if you're not checking and self-aware of what you're saying to yourself on a daily basis. Um, maybe it's your own voices. Maybe it's things that people have said to you that have, you know, hurt or just really been buried in your subconscious, but having positive affirmations and a positive dialogue with yourself just helps you to break those patterns and, and just lift yourself up. Cause if you don't do it, then yeah, yeah no one else what, will. What's some of the feedback that you've gotten from it? Uh, I've had great feedback actually. Um, with regards to its simplicity, I didn't want it to be something that was too long. So it's about 25, 26 pages long. Mm -hmm. And it, it does have um, some dialogue to explain each section before you fill it out. So there's not too much writing. There's not too much text to read. Um, and it is very straightforward. It's not anything too complicated. I think when we talk about doing self-assessment or working on yourself, people feel like you're just going to you know, go find yourself and then it's like, oh, I'm found. Or it sounds like too much hard work that they don't want to do. So I really wanted to make sure that it was easy. And from the feedback so far, I think that's what I've achieved. Okay. Now, uh, when I think about that, because Kai, you and I talk quite often. Uh, yeah. Well, I, think, I, think, I think you're a bit tired of me in, term, in terms of motivation type stuff. Because I used to tell me like, hey, you know, listen to this guy, listen to this guy. Here's a link to this. Here's a link to that. And I'd always, like, I'd always be very like uh, negative Nancy, like, oh, I don't need that stuff. Then when you wrote your book, I was like, you know what, let me give it a chance. Um, for people like me, can you give us three quick affirmations that like aren't just the regular jagular and like we think like oh you know i am special you know like, I, I give us I give us give us three like affirmations that will really like just just encourage the average person okay first of all i haven't gotten tired of you i think i read people no i i honestly i read people and not everyone is in the space to receive sometimes whatever is going on whether that's your own internal dialogue or you've generally got personal stuff going on especially during this corona time which has been so crazy and just intense no one can say you have to deal with it this way so everyone has to deal with things their own way and i think sometimes i've just left you to your own devices i just think if i keep saying it something will stick you know and so i'm glad that you gave the book a chance i'm really grateful actually um because you didn't have to so thank you um for anyone who needs to just have a better dialogue with themselves i would say three affirmations that personally for me and even other women that i know who use it as well but it's not just for women that it's very simple but it's very powerful and 
I don't know if you want to write this down if you've got any notebooks because in general this is what you need to be saying to yourself regularly on a daily basis not just oh when I feel good no it's not for when you feel good it's for all the time so that you remember it in the highs and in the lows and that is I am worthy I am capable and I am enough and I say it in that order because whatever is going on, whatever level of great or not great you think you are, often we might tell ourselves things like, you know, I'm not qualified for that job or I'm not, you know, cool enough for that scenario or I'm not whatever it is for that partner. And we talk ourselves out of situations all the time. And by saying those three affirmations and and in that order just reminding yourself that you are worthy like without going on a tangent here of history and stuff but our parents our grandparents and all of our forefathers before us have been through hell before us hell not that everyone's had a terrible upbringing or whatever but generally they have been through some stuff so the fact that we are here with technology living breathing with wi-fi having this conversation right now you are absolutely worthy of everything that you have and reminding yourself of that kind of just humbles you a bit and grounds you. Reminding yourself that you're capable, again, you may have loads of stuff going on, you might be in the middle of a crisis, but whatever it is, reminding yourself that you're capable to take it on. That's not to say to do everything all the time, but just reminding yourself that you're equipped to tackle that situation it might mean you need to take a step back from certain things it might mean you need to re-strategize it might mean you need to ask for help whatever it means you still need to remind yourself that you are capable and the last one i am enough that is obviously self-explanatory but again just reminding yourself that whatever you are now i think people think oh when i get that job when i get that car when I have that boyfriend, when I have that baby, when I make that million, then I'll be happy or then everything else is going to fall into place. And actually, it's, you're enough now. Like you just have to be happy with where you are now and know that you're enough now. Otherwise, you'll just forever keep putting yourself down like you're not good enough to do X, Y, Z. And that's, to be honest, it's not the truth. But if you don't remind yourself that you're enough, then the world out there is going to, knock you down in an instant so now those real quick, three. were you thinking that when you lost your phone <laughs> i tell you what when i lost my phone i was so calm i was so really? like <laughs> yeah i just do you know do you know what it is as well and, and and again i've lost phones before and i could have done the whole oh, like i just got so much to do so That would have been a waste of energy, a waste of time, a waste of, like, of course I'm frustrated, frustrated, but I I couldn't express my frustration in the normal ways that I probably would have expressed frustration. I just need to get on with it. Right. Like, I've got a lot to do, and I still have other devices. I still need to come home. I mean, I just, there wasn't any time to just, I mean, I just need to get over it and fast and stay in the good sweet spot because the more you feel good is the more that stuff comes to you, so... I, okay. I, uh, I feel an overall theme of evolution. Uh, like, like, that's why oh, I, I, I like that. the very, uh, that's why I asked that question at the very beginning. 
um, about how Dubai has affected your growth and your trajectory, particularly to uh, finish off on this point of evolution, because that's how I feel about uh, the journey, really. I mean, like I said, like, you know, I was there from very early on and I'm just like so impressed and uh, blessed and honored to know you and like to really like, you know, like be feeding off your energy and like, you know, watching you, you know, watching you blossom as well. So um, super, super happy and, 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 and like so glad to have you on the show. Definitely. Yes. Thank you. And you know what? I, I can, uh, let's just put it out there. The return of Kai coming soon. Oh, I yeah. have her back on. In person, in person, for sure, for sure. When we're when we're when we're back open and all giving each other hugs and you know what I mean again, yeah, definitely in person, for sure, hundred percent. Absolutely, and I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. I love and support everything you guys are doing, and I think we are doing a great job. You know, the few of us, and and now there's a wider community that's growing rapidly, and I think. You know, I'm always about uplifting our brothers as well. I think there are so many women empowerment groups, but there aren't, as far as I know, loads of men empowerment groups. So I think that you two sticking together, staying, you know, on the grind, sharing ideas, putting things out there, um, it's amazing. So keep doing it. And I'm glad that I could have been a part of it today. And I definitely would love to come back and talk some more with you guys. Definitely. You've always supported. We appreciate it. And um, I love our family here. I know you got to go, but I love our family here, you know, to, from Marsha Fry, William Stenhouse, MK, yes. you know, Miss McPherson, who might have wrote one or two books in her, in her life, you know. One or two. <laughs> one, or two. one or two books. Just one or two. Right. We're just one or two or so, uh, 15. We're trying to right. that. Speaking exactly. of that, uh, Kai, let the people know how they can follow up on all your stuff in terms of all your, all your social media your website, where they can find your book. How can we support Kai? Thank you so much. So um, I am part of a podcast, uh, myself and uh, S. McPherson, actually, he's also on this call, and Marcia had started a podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, it's called Mind Over Matter Talks, and uh, we talk about mental health. Uh, in, in a variety of ways. So we are talking about positivity, affirmations, uh, you know, a wide spectrum because mental health isn't just one type of, of thing. Um, so that is on Spotify and all the podcast platforms that you can find. It's called Mind Over Matter Talks. Um, my website specifically is IamSimplyKai.com and there you can find links to all my social media. I am Simply Kai on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, if you'd like to buy a copy of my book to work on yourself, now is the perfect time, you know, Corona or no Corona, working on yourself is the best gift you can give. So just having a look at your strengths and weaknesses, really being honest and just starting from wherever you are. It's a really simple guide and you can get I am what I say I am on Amazon, all the platforms. So amazon.co.uk.com you'll find it and can get it shipped to you in paperback. If you want the uh, e-version, you can use Kindle or the Kindle app to download and read as well. Thank you so much for taking out the time to be on this call, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. As we always say at this time, live global and prosper. Peace. Peace. Amazing. Thank you. Bye. Check us out on YouTube, Global Brothers Podcast, and please subscribe and share and, you know, continue to support, you know, good yeah. content. Thanks, everybody. Mr. Worldwide!